I am not a tourist. I am a pilgrim. This statement I offered many times while I was in Kathmandu and Lumbini, and it came up so much that it's actually something that I had to think about a bit. And then when I came back home, I noticed that I was telling a lot of stories about just this phrase and how it came up and why it came up. And just yesterday, a good friend of mine took me out for dinner as a welcome home dinner, and we were just talking about it. And I, because he asked me a very specific Buddhist question and practice and result. And I was giving him the answer, and this was part of it. And then he asked me about it, and I said, oh, yeah, no, this phrase, like, I am not a tourist, I am a pilgrim. And it's kind of interesting because then he was telling me a story about something that he was doing, and uh, he was kind of getting a little bit of heat about it. And, you know, and I said, oh, the situation fit well. I'm not giving you that much detail, but I said, oh, the next time— your neighbor say something to you, what you need to, the answer you need to give him is, I'm not a tourist, I am a pilgrim. And he just loved it, man. Just, we, he gave me a big high five and just, it fit perfectly, oddly enough, because it's not so much kind of a religious thing, but for him, you know, but it did have a meditative quality. So yeah, it just, it just worked. And, uh, You know, it's interesting because I'm in Nepal, and it's very Buddhist. It's also very Hindu, but it's very Buddhist. Uh, And, you know, there are a lot of people that do a lot of tourist stuff. There's kind of like people who are Buddhist that are just hanging out, you know, and then there's the hardcores like me that are practicing most of the time. And, uh but yeah, it got it got brought up a lot, you know, like, of course, I'm getting hit up by people who want my money. They're like, oh, well, why don't you come to this Tonka shop? My, It's my brother's, you know, we do the painting there. This is a very common thing, very common thing. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not interested in coming right now. They're like, oh, it's only going to take a second. And I'm like, no, it's not, you know, and and uh, I was like, no, I need I need to practice. And, you know, it's like, well, I'm not here as a tourist. I'm not here to necessarily buy stuff. I'm not a tourist. I'm here as a pilgrim. I'm on a pilgrimage. I'm here to practice. I'm here to deepen my faith and my my devotion to Buddhism. You know, I'm <laughs> it's a thing. Right. And uh, even when I went to Lumbini, which is a small city uh, north west of Kathmandu. I actually had to take a plane there. It's like a 40-minute plane ride. It's on the border of India. And I was there for three days. And the hotel that I'm staying at, you know, it's I'm in the off-season. I'm here in, I'm in Kathmandu, Lumbini in the off-season. So there aren't a lot of people there. The owner or the maitre d' of the hotel He's hanging out with me a lot. He's talking to me a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to go to the Maya Devi Temple. I want to go to the birthplace of Buddha. And he's like, oh, well, I can get you a tuk-tuk, which is, you know, just a small, like, electric cab. Uh, He's like, I can get you a tuk-tuk, and they can take you on this tour. You can go to all these monasteries and see all these other holy places. And I was like, no, I just want to go to the Maya Devi Temple. You know, and he's like, well, there's all these other great things to see. And he kind of, like, he kept riding it, you know, and... uh, So I got my tuk-tuk, and even the tuk-tuk driver, he's like, oh, do you want me to take you on the monastery tour? And I said, no, just take me right to the Maya Devi Temple. You know, this is the first day I was there, so I could only be there for about four hours. 
because I flew in in the afternoon. And then even coming back, the tuk-tuk driver was like, he asked me a number of times. He's like, oh, I can take you on the tour. You want to go on the tour? The tour starts now. I was like, take me back to the hotel. And then, you know, he had some trouble and his tuk-tuk broke down. And I was like, no, take me back to the hotel. He's like, oh, no, we can do the tour. And finally, I was like, take me back to the hotel. And then that evening, you know, the, the maitre d' of the hotel again was asking me about that. He's like, oh, Alejandro, there's all these other places you can go. And I said, no, I'm just here for the Maya Devi Temple. Then I did a bunch more practice. I went back to bed. I got up in the morning. I'm having breakfast. And the maitre d' comes and sits down and starts talking to me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, look, I, I want to get to the temple early. Can you call a tuk-tuk for me? And he's like, oh, yeah, do you want to do the... Uh, He's like, do you want to go on the tour? And finally, I just stopped him. I was like, look, I, I'm going to be very clear about this because I realize you have a relationship with these tuk-tuk taxi drivers and you're trying to get them money. And that's part of what you're doing here. I get it. But I am not here as a tourist. I'm not here to see a bunch of things. I am here as a pilgrim. I am only here to practice at the birthplace of Buddha. So I was like, I am only seen, I am only going to the Maya Devi Temple. And he, he heard me that time, but he still asked me a couple more times after that. And, you know, and then even when I was back in Kathmandu, I spent a lot of time at Swaibunath Stupa, which is commonly known as the Monkey Temple. In Kathmandu, it's known as Swambu. But I went there eight times. Eight separate days out of the 16 days I was there, I went to Swaibunath. I have a very strong connection there. Uh, and I would either go in the morning or in the evening. I'd be there for six or eight hours. You know, and even the taxi driver from the hotel was like, oh, do you want me to wait for you? And I said, no, there's no need to wait because I'm going to be there for quite some time. Like, just I'm, I'm in my own thing and... Uh, I don't know what it was, maybe like maybe the sixth day I was going, I was hanging out at the hotel. There's other travelers there. You know, most of them are Buddhist. Some of them are just traveling through Nepal and India. But we're we're all like eating dinner at the same time and we're all chatting. And they're like, oh, Alejandro, you know, like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm off to Swaibunath. And two of them looked over and said, well, how many times have you been there? And I was like, oh, Swaibunath Temple, tomorrow will be my seventh visit. And they, they looked a little confused. And then they looked at me and they asked, they said, well, what else is there to see? And I kind of paused for a strong moment and I looked around at everybody and I said, it's not about what else is there to see. I'm not here as a tourist. I'm here as a pilgrim. I'm here to practice. I got like a, a mantra goal and, and circumambulation goal. Like I spend four to eight hours a day and it's really more like six to eight. And then even longer when I was in Lumbini, actually like in meditation and mantra and practicing and I'm doing my thing. Like I went to Nepal as a pilgrim, not as a tourist. And yeah, it really took people a little bit to understand. And even the owner of this hotel, the Bodhi guest house, we were talking and I said, yeah, I'm you know, because he asked me about Swaibunath also. And I was like, well, I th that did happen. But I think it was when I was going to Bodhanath. He's like, oh, going to the stupa again. I'm like, yeah, I'm not here as a tourist. I'm here as a pilgrim. I'm here to practice. 
I'm here to, to deepen my faith, the devotion. That's what a pilgrimage does. And uh, I walked, when I was in Lumbini, um, when I was in Lumbini at the birthplace of Buddha, I spent so much time walking barefoot because in the inner garden at the, at the, the Maya Devi temple, you can't wear your shoes. Your shoes aren't allowed in there. So I had to circumambulate uh, barefoot. It's like 97 degrees. The concrete is blazing hot. I'm doing it on concrete, stone, wood, grass. Yeah, my feet hurt so bad. The ne- Yeah, after those three days, and then the next day, I had a big practice day. The following day, that evening, my feet, my heel hurt. I thought I did some damage. I d- but I, I worked it out, and the next day I was fine, but I had to change how I walked a little bit. Like, I'm here to practice. And there was an elderly woman. She was, she was 80, in a wheelchair, traveling through Nepal. She was spending a lot of time in Nepal. We were talking about that. She was asking me about, you know, what I'm doing at, at Swaibunath. She's like, well, what'd you do over there? I was like, oh, I did, you know, I'm, I'm working on circumambulation. I got a goal. I'm trying to hit it. So I'm doing many hours of practice. And, and, uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, and it's funny because she, she understands a little bit. She's well, quite a lot, but I was like, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not telling her this. I'm just kind of sharing it with her. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, constantly I have to tell people like, I'm not here as a tourist. I'm here as a pilgrim. You know, and, you know, people are like wanting to, me to buy stuff and go like look at their Tonka shops. And, you know, I'm like, no, I'm I'm here to practice. So it's an interesting phrase. And when I was sharing it with my friend because he was doing some meditative work on his house and the people around him were like, well, why are you doing that? Like, why don't you pay other people to do it? And he's like, they kept driving at me. You know, they kept like grinding on me about it. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> he said, like, you know, for him, he's like, I think they're kind of missing the point. And I was like, well, yeah, you need to tell them that you're not a tourist, you're a pilgrim. <laughs> so we had a nice moment, my friends. We had a nice moment. That's all I wanted to share with this podcast. It came up at dinner yesterday. I, I thought it would be a really interesting podcast to share, and uh, and I really enjoyed sharing it with everyone. This is podcast 269, uh, and thanks so much, my friends. I may or may not do another uh, Nepalese uh, Kathmandu, Nepal Kathmandu podcast next week, but I guess you will have to tune in and listen. Namaste, bitches. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.